Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. All right. Hello. Hello. We're back. We actually have a guest this week. Woohoo! Second guest. So exciting. That's on me number two. Uh, we have Ethan Nicholas with us this week. He is a public speaker, mental health advocate, author, activist, and personal trainer. So a man of many titles. Say hello. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> and important to say, second guest, first dude guest. Ooh, honored. We, um, yeah, I mean, we've only had, well, we've only had one, and but it was also a female, so super exciting and good timing for the 10 percent of our audience who identify as male this will be very exciting yeah and exciting good timing because it's men's mental health month was it a month yes. a week a month month yeah November. it's hard to keep up with the months and weeks honestly there's days there's weeks there's months it, it, it just happens we just celebrate and get our shit done yeah men's mental health something so fitting to have you on very right fitting. now thanks for having me you're so welcome and if you don't know, we always start our podcast with a win. Jill, do you have a win for the week? Um, yeah, I revamped my website and made it actually functioning. So good. Which is exciting. You'll be able to purchase nice it, not just look at it. Wow. So. Ooh, fancy. See? Very official. Yeah. Wow. What's yours? Um, I PR'd my front squats this week. Yeah, you did. 15 pounds. Well, also at 36 weeks pregnant, so yeah, you did. That's exciting. Um, not to glorify doing that when you're pregnant, but it felt really good. And um, 15 pounds is a huge win, so it it's not like you just walked on and were like, ah, I think I'll front squat with the baby. <laughs> let's, no, let's be right? real. So, exactly. like, you know, it was super <clears throat> organic and it was great. Love that, Ethan. Nice work. What's your win? Uh, my win was uh, I spent a week in Vancouver starting another business and uh, kind of relaxing, working, worked a lot, played a lot. It was a good time. Uh, yeah, so big things are coming coming in life for me, so that's a big win. That's exciting. Nice. Do we get to know yeah. what the business is or is it top secret? Uh, it's not really top secret. Uh, we're just trying to make it easier for people to come into new, into new cities and meet the people and, and uh, feel safe doing so. So we're working on kind of a community building project with local local shops uh to also support local while we're there uh, and hopefully that uh that uh you know does some some cool things for the community in vancouver that's cool. exciting we love local we do love yeah. local. all right so give us the rundown who are you how'd you get here why are you in the fitness industry all the things well like they said i'm ethan nicholas um how did i get here uh, i played football coached football trained kids for football and woke up one day and thought, why don't I try to do this for a living? So I did. Went to school, Elevated Learning Academy, shout out, uh, and have been doing this ever since. And yeah, love doing it. Uh, why fitness? Because uh, I was playing football and I needed it, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, it's kind of organically grown into this now having my own business that I'm going into my fourth or fifth year now. And that's mind blowing to me. Uh, surviving COVID has been wild. 
um, as you all know very, very right. well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been it's been a crazy ride, and and just really blessed to to still be here and, and still be getting to do the thing I love to do. Love that athletes have to do something. Yeah, have to do something with their lives after they stop oh. playing. And you're also um, like a huge advocate for men's mental health. As mm-hmm. Jill mentioned, you're an author and you're a public speaker. Can you share with our audience a little bit more about that side of what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, honestly, I kind of organically grew into that too. I have not always had the most fortunate time in life. Uh, and it's put me in a really bad spot mentally a lot of times. And, you know, a few years ago, I thought that somebody else, you know, should hear a piece of my story before I leave this planet. Um, and so I share a piece of, you know, my childhood abuse that I had to survive and it kind of just blossomed into people wanting to hear more about it and just being real and honest and open about how I was feeling about the things that I'd gone through. Um, yeah. And as I spoke more, more people started to pay attention. I got to get involved with some really cool projects in the city. I just spoke last weekend at, uh, addictions don't discriminate, giving my story of addiction and surviving it, um, and helping raise awareness, uh, that, you know, anybody can can have an addiction it doesn't have to just be drugs um so you know just getting to do this work in the city and and help kind of change the world for the better before you know my time's up on it love that do you find the two play into each other well oh constantly yeah like nothing you know everybody knows or on some level knows that you know brain controls body and they work together but if you really boil it down you can't be healthy without both of them working together so if you're, you know, not taking care of your brain, it's not going to matter. I always say mental health equally, if not more important than mm-hmm. physical. But that all I would agree. Um, so jumping into a little more fitness stuff, what do you love about the fitness industry? Uh, I love the, the community, the healthy community. Um, and I say that because uh, we all know uh, that the fitness industry can also be very toxic. Uh, but there's some really good people in this industry uh, that I'm happy to call colleagues like yourselves and, you know, people that I get to work with, people that I get to work under. Um, and I really love that it's always evolving. You know, the the more we start to figure out, by the way, how the body moves, the cooler it is to try to move it in a new way. And just, uh, yeah, you get to keep educating yourself and keep learning. And that's something that I, that I vibe with. So, uh, yeah, I think that it's ever evolving. Mm-hmm. Flipping it the other way, if you could pick like one or two things to change about the industry, what would they be? Mm. Y'all trying to make people pick fights with me. There's probably uh, a million <laughs> <fights>. <laughs> um, I think that I, I kind of touched on it earlier, uh, the toxic side of, of being in the gym. Um, there's lots of things that are toxic about it. Uh, but I think that, you know, reframing, uh, physical fitness again as like whole body fitness and, and mental health wellness you know getting back to being healthy to be healthy instead of to you know look a certain way it's not to say that you can't be happy with looking a certain way but we all know um you know the ugly side of wanting to look a certain way you know i even myself with body dysmorphia know what it's like to train for the wrong reasons so i think yep. that that would definitely be be one major thing i think and i could probably knock out 74 other things by doing that so <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll just stick I with feel the like one. we've all trained for the wrong reasons before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's understanding that, yeah, looks can be a part, but it's so much more than that. Does so much more for you than just change the way you look. Yeah, exactly. Um, so as far as personal training goes, 
what kind of people do you train? What are like your top two things that you help your clients with? Do you train mostly like men, women, mix of both? Do you do like, like mostly like strength or I'm guessing you don't dabble too much in aesthetics based on what we just talked about. But... Um, no, I don't dabble in, in aesthetics uh, very much, but you know, clients that have goals to look better, we just, I guess I take it upon myself to focus on making sure that they're looking better is tied to something healthy, uh, something else healthy about them. Uh, whether that's making sure that they know that uh, they're going to keep changing and evolving as they grow, and setbacks happen, you know, ups and downs in this in this lifestyle happen all the time, and you just got to keep moving forward and just make it about being healthy overall. I think is one thing that I focus. I have a healthy mix of of male and female. For a long time, I had mostly female clients. Um, what was the rest of your question? You said a lot of things at one time. <laughs> I got through three in a row. Three in a row wasn't so bad. That's like uh, a good average. Just mostly like what kind of trainer are you? What do you help your clients with? What? Um... Ah, anything. I'm, I like to see myself as a goal trainer. You know, I don't really say that I have a niche per se, but I like people, I like seeing people succeed. I've got, you know, a couple of clients that are really strong, including, you know, everyone who knows who I am knows Chantel. I'm a little power lifter. Uh, my 50 year old power lifter who's out here throwing oh, rocks around like like just I a totally monster know her. I, know, yes, I do know who she is i have a, a really good friend who's in the powerlifting community and so yes i do know who she is i'm pretty yeah, sure i saw she's her. A, yeah. yeah she's 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 my little badass and she really uh really loves to throw heavy weight around and that was like a really cool goal because when we met it was i don't know what my goals are i just want to kind of look better and you know growing in relationship uh with her has grown into her wanting to be this this monster and it's a lot of fun and, and she gets a lot out of it. You know, I train uh, some people to be, you know, live and move pain free. I've got people that come to me without being able to lift their arms over their heads from some injury or some bot surgery or whatever. And, you know, we work together with time and patience and we move forward to getting them back to doing things that they love. You know, seeing my people succeed is what, what I'm good at and what I love to do and what I like to walk them through and walk with them. So I guess I would call myself that kind of trainer. And the best kind. The best <laughs> <laughs> And um, as somebody who's experienced Ethan's workouts firsthand, they'll kick your butt every time. So <laughs> a good butt kicking. Go to him. Yeah, not even sorry about it. <laughs> it's so hard every time. I think uh, people would say that about us sometimes too, but probably. I'm sure people complain quite a bit about you too. In the best way. In the best, they do. best they do. way. <laughs> Like if you don't complain about your trainer a little bit, they're not doing their job right. Come right, like you 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 pay to complain. I think at that point, if it was easy, you could do it yourself. So well, there you go. So what do you train yourself for? How do you do? You set goals for yourself as well, or you just train for your life? What you up to? Uh, I train really heavy. It's kind of evolved in the last year. Uh, I started taking care of myself last year a little bit. Um, you know, just move, understood moving my body more and try. And I had to kind of, you know, walk the walk the walk and talk the talk that I've been saying to all my clients and really focus on making sure that I was attacking my my goals with healthy connotations behind them. Because for a long time, I wasn't, um, you know, hating your body is a place to be. It's not a lot of fun and it can do some fun things to your brain as you try to work through it. So getting healthy like that was a big step. And it was, you know, going for walks in the morning spending time stretching and breathing you know focusing on you know easing my way into my day and being uh you know much more centered and understanding myself and then getting to the gym and being able to throw down hard workouts and changing kind of how i was training myself 
uh, to more of how my body likes to be trained. I really like the way I conditioned for football and, you know, strength and conditioning training it was a lot of fun back then. So I kind of mashed that with the knowledge I have and to do this really high rep, heavy weight workouts and have just completely remodeled my body and my brain. And, and it's been a lot of fun to see and to see someone like Chantel go through the same style of training and, and have the same success. Like this woman, you know, we didn't do a real strength phase. We just trained differently. And this woman went and put 25 kilos on her total, including picking up 140 kilos, more than twice her body weight. Like it was nothing. Like this is, it's so much fun to see happen and just to, to see uh, other people having fun being healthy and being fit and, and, you know, suffering in the gym and making it fun to do so. Fun. fun yeah. Is that, um, it's fun, is that, whatever. Is that style of training from like, somebody that you follow or from like a methodology that we would know about or is it something um, that you it's kind like, of were like can we try it and see what happens yeah it was a lot of just it was kind of guess and testing for me I know that you know when I was conditioning it was all about really high rep and I've always seen articles in the strength community go around about yeah but can you move that kind of weight for more reps than you have you know and then uh David Goggins is a guy is a little bit of a psychopath but his idea of like there's always more there's always something else to kind of give your body is designed to kind of quit on you. And can you make it do more for you? Uh, and reading his book over, over the holidays last year was kind of an eye opener. So I thought if I could combine that into a, into training where I'm picking, you know, six to eight exercises and I'm staying within my 12 rep uh, range, but I'm pushing that weight 10 pounds heavier than I did the day before. And can I get 12 out? Can I get a 13th or a 15th rep out? And I'm, just driving myself to push harder than I ever have and, you know, have been injury free the entire time, have been eating healthy, been able to pull two a day since my injury. Like everything has kind of fallen into place where my body is now picked up on the fact that it likes to train this way. And it's just been, you know, I've loved every single session I've been in, no matter how much it sucked. I've had the most fun this year training this way. And yeah, like really fell in love again with working out and it's been really fun. Yeah, really cool. That is so cool. I love when people figure out like what their thing is in the gym and they just run with it. Like so many people I think try to do like they try to put themselves into a niche and it just doesn't really dive. And then they're like, I hate it. I dread it all the time. And they just try to keep up with it. And it just doesn't like this is not it. And, right. Well, and that was me with it, like that three by 12. Like it's, you know, I can build muscle that way, but I wasn't getting the results I wanted. And, it, you know, I didn't feel good about the training. And so you know, I took a risk in saying, well, what, why not try something different that, you know, not everybody agrees with. And, you know, I haven't looked back. I added walking for an hour a day. And that's been the defining moment in not being injured, not being sore all the time. Like I do, I used to get sore every single time I trained. I don't feel anything anymore. It's hmm. my body's now adapted to this style of training and moving it more and just being, being able to enjoy the movement more than, you know, the workout itself. Yeah. And I think that's a really good example of what we say is like exercise is part science, part art or creativity or however you want to word it. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be out of a textbook and that's the only option. There's yeah, and ways you can yeah. choose to exercise. And a good show that like, just because, you know, a book says you should do like three sets of 12 or whatever to get this doesn't mean that it works for every body. Mm -hmm. And, Sometimes we need to just like trial and error until we find something that does because we're all so different. Yeah. And it's been, it's been fun to, you know, have the trust of my clients to, you know, risk their, 
you know, their journey on an idea that I had, you know, can this work for multiple people? And so far for the last eight months, I've, it's been proven that, yeah, we can train different and still have results. I'm looking at my former roommate and my best friend, Stuart, who's never been able to squat to depth. He's getting at depth, no butt wink, has never even touched 185 pounds in a squat like that before. Just on a whim competing with me in a training session two weeks ago, did that for 15 like it was butter. And stuff like this where we're not, you know, we may not completely see the physical evidence until something like that happens where you can't deny that he just squat that 15 times and he turned around and was like, did you see me do that? That's, you know, those are the wins that I'm looking for. Those are the things that I, you know, why I love doing what I do and watching these guys succeed in front of me is just a blast. Yeah. And what a cool place to be that your clients and, you know, your friends and that are like putting their trust in you to be like, yeah, like, let's see where this goes. And like, if it works mm. cool. And if not, then we try something else. Like, I think that's so cool when you have people like that, that are like, whatever you say, we'll just go for it. Like, it's mm. fine. Yeah, I've been you. very blessed, very, very blessed with the trust and 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 uh, just faith my clients have in me and, and what I'm capable of doing for them and with them. And yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to find those clients that are just like, do it, see what happens. So mm -hmm. it's, always fun. it's always fun when you get those ones. Um, for your own goals, do you set, Jess and I, if you've heard us talk about like our non-negotiables daily, weekly, that kind of stuff. Do you have oh. any for yourself? I assume you mentioned the walking an hour a day. Do you mm -hmm. have daily, weekly non-negotiables? Um, yeah, uh, this summer kind of got away from me a little bit. You know how it goes. But you know, earlier this year, I was walking and stretching. Like I would keep track of it daily. It was I would if I woke up, I had to get like ro sometimes roll my ass to the floor to make sure I got out of bed to do the stretching. Um, you know, and then once that happened, it was kind of became habit. I got to create those habits really easily. But that would be, you know, two that I would really like to get more consistent. At while I was in Vancouver, I walked so much, like so much. They had really good coffee all <laughs> over that place. But because of where we were downtown, we just walked everywhere. And like I put on probably 75 kilometers in five days just walking all over the place. Uh, side caveat, walking is so good for you. Like if you aren't doing anything, let me just time out and tell you something about walking. It's going to change your life. It sounds super boring, but that's why we have headphones. Get yourself a podcast or a book. These ladies, you can listen to them. Listen to me talk. It's going to annoy you, but that's okay. Uh, and then go walk. 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there, like make half an hour. It's, I swear, don't take it from me. It's going to be just fine. Okay, back to what I was saying. Uh, those are non-negotiables. Um, and making sure that I get my protein in uh, to where it needs to be. Because like my body just does not do well without it. It's been a really hard thing to figure out for me. Uh, but now that I have, like, I need to, that's one that I don't let myself slide on because it really affects my mental health too. Yeah. And I, back to your walking tangent, since I started walking dogs, if I've learned nothing, it's that, yeah, walking can be such a game changer for your health and fitness world. Like I put on kilometers a day walking dogs, which is not what everyone needs to do, but walking and protein are like the two things I talk to my fat loss clients about. So you got those it's covered. Fascinating. Yes, I agree. We could talk about walking for an hour. It's, it's wild. Yeah, I agree. And I think like being able to have like, like you mentioned, like podcasts. Yes. You know, obviously people are listening to this podcast. They listen to podcasts, but I think sometimes finding ones that you're just like, you know, they kind of like set your soul on fire. And mm -hmm. like, like I was telling mm -hmm. Jill the other week that I, listened to a really interesting one about like the science of placentas and I was like this is insane <laughs> like, 
so interesting. And I was like, why am I fired up about placentas? Yeah. But it was like the most interesting podcast I've ever listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, and like somebody just sent it to me and was like, I think you might like this. And I was like, man, you were spot on because this guy who liked it. was like talking all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, it's so cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. You also can pick anything. The podcast world is wild to me. Like, you can be nerds like me and Jess and listen about blood sugar or placentas or whatever, or find something Or you can listen to, like, true crime or... I was listening to true crime the other day and then got too scared because I was walking (laughs) alone at night and I was like, no, no, Take your podcast for your situation, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I got too spooked. Yeah. Um, So... (laughs) would you say that there's like a huge game changer for you in terms of like what keeps you on track with your goals like is it a mindset thing is it um you know having non-negotiables is it nutrition you mentioned that protein plays a huge part in like everything that you do Mm -hmm. um or is it like do you have a coach that holds you accountable or is there something that you find is like just keeps you on track with your goals Uh, i think it's probably a, a little bit of a combination um, you know, when the habit's there, it's, it's not, you know, it's easy to do. You, you know, we do the same thing. You wake up, you get coffee. It's second nature to most of us. Uh, so putting things before my coffee is, is a big deal for me. And it helps me to stay on track because I kind of, you know, I trick myself into having to earn my coffee. Um, and <laughs> so I'm like, if I just like get to the floor and then I can make my coffee so I can go outside for my walk, that's three birds, same stone, not two. I'm, I'm extra. So there's always three. Uh, and, and things like that. But I think that's, you know, moving my body more. I didn't realize how much movement my body actually requires. And like currently it's like three plus hours of movement. And thankfully it is because I blew my knee playing football on my, and have to work out twice a day on top of walking. So I'm at about four hours a day. Um, I think a non-negotiable and like something that helps is the microdose coffee I use every morning. Uh, it helps give me clarity. Even if I come out of a dark night, it helps to get me back to being level. Uh, the stress of my days, whether it's meetings, um, makes it easier to handle, makes me easier to regulate my mood. Um, so that's been a big life-changing uh, addition to my day. And, you know, after that, it's just who I've chosen to surround myself with. They keep me pretty motivated. And, and honestly, my client's success is something that I hold very dear to me. So if I'm not succeeding, they're not succeeding. Because if I don't keep getting better, I'm going to run out of shit to make them better. And so, you know, for me, uh, a lot of it was just keeping on, keeping on so that I could keep being uh, leading by example. You know, there's days that my clients don't want to show up and there's, uh, uh, you have to bleep that one out. There's lots of days I don't want to be in the gym and I don't have an excuse because it's in my garage. Uh, so for me, the motivation to, to lead by example and keep on and show that this can be done and, you know, I guess I don't want to let people down by failing them yeah and I think our clients, yeah I think our clients don't realize how much they push us because I'm the same I'm like mm-hmm. well if I expect my clients to get it done I need mm-hmm. to get it done that's a huge push for trainers whether our clients realize it or not mm-hmm. um and yeah the microdosing is something we'll save for maybe another episode because I I was gonna can we do you have a, a quick explanation of what that is? For Just the, is like for run the, it back. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Uh, microdose 
is just a really tiny dose. It's a thousand milligrams, not noticeable in the body. It's not a high. It's psilocybin mushrooms, the S, the psychedelic kind, uh, proven to do neuro neurogenesis, which rewiring of the human brain. Uh, great for things like anxiety, depression, mood elevator, the ability to control, regulate, adhere to new habits, creation. I could talk about this for hours and hours. You're gonna have to get me back on this podcast. Yeah, I um, I there's a another podcast that I listen to of people who they do like subconscious imprinting and things like that. And they've done a few on microdosing and even, I guess it would more be like macro dosing as well, mm -hmm. but just uh, being able to heal different things that they've gone through with different um, things like that. And I, I think it's so interesting what the it subconscious and seriously will... going to be the greatest thing that mental health will ever see. And taught like, I can swear by this. I'm watching it happen. I'm talking microdose coffees, taking people off antipsychotics in front of my very eyes. I like this. This stuff is no joke. It is very real and super tangible for mental health and like eradicating a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, if, if you've listened to any of our other episodes before, you know that Jill and I are pretty into like the subconscious world and kind of the woo woo. You, you know, would not say. <laughs> I don't believe that about you guys. Mm -mm. <laughs> Yeah, definitely an episode for another day because that's something I've done but not talked about. So that can be a whole nother podcast. Yeah, what? what yeah, you're like you're a stranger at... sitting beside me right now. <laughs> Why are we not talking Sorry. about You're looking at the vibe. It's fine. It's fine. We'll talk later. But <laughs> so, now I'm in trouble. Hi, mom. Not, no, you're not in trouble. It's not. No, no, no. It's fine. I just, I'm so interested in like cool alternative things that people are doing to get through whatever you need to get through. I think that mm -hmm. there's no wrong or right way to do healing. life. Yeah. yeah. Healing, managing. Like, I mean, right. I just did a, um, a session, a visualization kind of session yesterday with a, with one of the empowered healers, um, and we talked, she's just learning a new technique and we talked about, um, childbirth and how that could be useful. And yeah, she gave me a really cool trick and I can't wait to like try it out. So it, it wasn't microdosing, but <laughs> we're not against it as far as that goes. Probably not proven safe with pregnancy. Yeah, like if it's at the end and the baby's on its way out, like whatever. Baby, will come could, out in a great mood. You're gonna come, you're gonna have a genius come out of you. Remember, new neural pathways already. Like, ah, oh, you'll be laughing. That baby's gonna be so happy. Just <laughs> super chill, super chill. Um, cool, love that. If you could give one piece of advice to the people listening, just one, what would it mm. be? No pressure. Make it good. Move, move your body. Just move it. Like, you don't have to work out. Like that. Like the thing about it is the walking talk we're just doing is is very serious. Like we laugh about it as trainers because we know like how much time we've spent in the gym, and yet both Jill and I are watching what walking is doing for not only our mental health but the physique as well. It's mind blowing what moving your body will do for you. So just move it. Yeah, yeah. I had that exact conversation with one of my clients couple weeks ago because she was like I don't like walking and I was like I don't actually care go outside way go get out there <laughs> I don't like walking I can tell you that I don't give a shit 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. In the nicest way possible. I don't care. <laughs> so <laughs> and yeah, ten minutes, game changer, especially in seasonal changes. I've noticed being outside during seasonal changes has made it a lot more manageable than just mm-hmm. sitting in the house hating that the season is changing. So Yeah. Love that. Um, and I feel like we kind of just talked about this, but what is your go-to coffee order? Uh, <laughs> that's a funny question. Uh, I can't say my own brand, so I'll say if I'm being bougie, I'm going to say a quad shot caramel macchiato from Starbucks. Oh, classic. Uh, if I'm being uh, supporting local, it's usually a mocha to test how good the coffee actually is. Oh, interesting. Is that kind of like a, is that like a test that you give to like local coffee yeah, shops? Yeah, well, all of like our business partners. Judge you? <laughs> yeah, all of our, sorry, all of our business partners pick a drink that they love and they just test it out at everywhere we walk to in Vancouver. <laughs> Whoever won out got their picture taken. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. That is, that's my move, but with oat milk lattes anywhere I go. Like, because yeah. it's simple. And if you mess it up, it's because your coffee sucks and there's no excuse. Fair. So, yeah. All right. Last two. Fave exercise, least fave exercise. Oh, favorite exercise. You could pick two if you really wanted to. Oh, I, okay, fine. Um, I love the snatch as an Olympic lifter. Definitely my favorite movement. Um, and honestly, since I started training my body differently, I, any core, I've been coming up with some really hard variations of core just to try new shit, and it has been ridiculous amounts of fun. Um, like row seat pikes. Those are lots of fun. Ethan's <laughs> also the master of throwing 18 different things together and making you do them all at once. So, <laughs> it's, yeah. Sorry for being neurodivergent. My brain does weird things, and everyone has to <laughs> suffer for it. <laughs> the running joke in my gym is when I say, do you guys want to see something neat? Nobody answers me because they know it's not okay. going to be their definition of neat. Um, okay. And least favorite. Least favorite right now has to be any variation of a clamshell that I have to do. Because uh, I blew my ACL, so I'm working on returning to play with no surgery. Uh, so building an ass and iron legs is lots of fun until you have to do... Uh, I've got six variations of clamshells I have to do every single day. And each one of them suck equally on their own. But then together... It getting up is and falling twice so far in the last three weeks of doing them because like my legs just say, "Sorry, we we're not here." So that <laughs> that right there. No, no, uh, yeah. again. <laughs> Return to sender. No, not yet. Those that would yeah. be it. I feel like it's those like little exercises that you're like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. That you're like, why is this yes. so hard? My yes. clients tell me that. I'll demo it and they'll be like, I was literally standing here being like, that can't be that hard. And then yeah. I do it. So I can yeah. tell and you then- right now, my client Zam is going to hear that and laugh his ass off because he says that to me about daily. Yeah. Okay. It's the one they're like, oh, that looks so easy. And you're like, I literally did too. So good luck. <laughs> it <with that>. always <laughs> looks easy for us. Yeah. yeah. You make it look easy. I was like, I know, but I only made it look easy for three because I mastered the three. <laughs> Outside of that, it sucks for yeah, me too. I, but I, I won't thought. show you the three. After that, I suffer. <laughs> Don't ask me to do any more. It, the insider trainer info is we are full of shit. <laughs> it sucks for us, but we got three masks to wear, and that's all we use it for. Yeah. 
That's yeah. true. Now here you are giving away all of our secrets. It's it, you got to give one away. That's how you keep people coming back. Now I'm gonna, I had a client yesterday who I like demoed without a weight in my hand. And he was like, you didn't even pick up the weight. This is for sure going to be hard. And I was like, yeah, no, but it's your job to pick up the weight. Not mine. <laughs> so, I know. Now just showing new, the movement. Yeah. My new way of demoing core, if I can't do it, is I just stand, I just stand there and I'm like, hey, pretend I'm laying down. Ready? <laughs> and like, I'm here for it. I'm like, I have an excuse. I'm pregnant. I can't do it. But just pretend that you're doing this. And then let me know how it feels. <laughs> do you feel it here? No? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Maybe you misunderstood me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. It's you would have you would have died watching me when I worked at Orange Theory right after Nate because you I had... would have died watching you work at Orange Theory. <laughs> like period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> but we had to we were like taught to demo rowing standing up. Like rowing machine rowing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. No, but you had to do it standing up. It was so, really good. Okay. Cool. So just a speedy deadlift. Really yeah. Basically. Without leaving the ground. That okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fine. It's okay. I think that like Um, I'm here for I believe though timeout because we're still we you're still doing this. I think you should show us one. Since you're the master of it. You work for them. I wanna see I don't give a damn. I'm about to laugh. They're gonna hear laughter is all they're gonna hear it and they're gonna miss it. And someone's gonna say you should film all of your podcasts. Don't remember. That was years ago. Uh, Don't you're full of shit. I thought if she's lying to you. Yeah, orange theory instructors aren't you just like robots that just like go through the motions? See, so the thing about it is, I got fired from orange theory because I was a shitty robot. So that didn't that. So go be a shitty robot. Let's see it. We are not surprised. (laughs) I don't remember. (laughs) Color, color me shocked. Go in that I didn't listen well. Weird. Um, No shit. You had to like lean yourself back also. It what? was really good. And then I don't ooh, what did I have to do? Knee? And then it was like push, row. And then I had to do oh my god. And that was me definitely rowing. That and, looks like a I've seen that dance move on Friday nights before. And then everyone would be like, Jill, I don't understand how to row. And I'd be like, What? You didn't see my demo? That was great. Yeah, how did you not get rowing out of what she just did? I absolutely. It's like you they must be real shitty at charades. Um, I'll post a video. Maybe I'll post it to our Instagram stories. So oh, the people can yes. Know. The people can tune like, in. The, I'll just make them guess what I was demoing. I won't even tell them. See if anyone gets it right. Yeah, show um, us your best row standing row impersonation and the winner gets like a toque or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Make it the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. oh dear. Um, before we let you go, you have something exciting coming in the next little bit. There's mm. an inside scoop of what's coming for you in the next year. Yeah. Uh, the big thing that is coming is my book is going to be released in spring of 2022. Uh, currently working on the Indiegogo project to get it funded as we've decided to self-publish this book. Um, so you can keep your eyes open for that because that's going to be a lot of fun to pre-order and get all that shit figured out so that this book can hit the shelves in the spring. Uh, the book is called Grit to Grace. I wrote it last year because uh, my business partner, Jesse, challenged me to write it in 30 days. And so I did what every normal person who's competitive would do and proved <laughs> him wrong. 
or well, right. He says he was right because he said he knew I would do it, but he just wanted to get me to do it. So whatever, he takes all the credit and I wrote a book. And that's, that's how, amazing. And that's how you get athletes to do something. Tell them they yeah. can't. Tell them they can't and then watch them work. Uh, yeah, and that's the, really the big one. The big focus right now is that. And there's a couple of uh, bigger things coming in the much nearer future. But that's playing a little bit close to the chest right now with that one. Uh, some, yeah, I got cool stuff happening. Cool. Well, we will be sure to share um, things when they come up. If people want to follow you, where can they find you? Oh, yes. Uh, social media for sure. Instagram. Uh, fight me on this. Uh, Facebook, my business is still the, my training business, Pity the Full Fitness. Uh, YouTube is fight me on this. And uh, we'll have a website up. Uh, and it will also be fight me on this, some variation of that. But I will share that information with you and that'll have all my mental health work on it. And Yeah, uh, we'll put it yeah. in the show for anyone who's um, looking to follow along. Cool. Lots yeah. of we will share all, yeah, all the exciting things coming. Well, thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you so much. This was fun. Thanks for being our token male guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're <Of> welcome. <laughs> um, and as always, you guys can find us at Lattes and Lifting Podcast on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share with a friend. Um, and yeah, we will catch you guys next time. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>